high time now for our tune of the week. One, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Hey, Erica, welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Very excited to have you on and learn more about your journey within the music industry. Thank you for having me. So to get started, what got you interested in the music industry rather than other sectors of entertainment, such as film, uh, TV, even the tech side of things? Mm. Um, I think growing up in LA, I was always surrounded by entertainment at large, but you know, music spoke most deeply to me, especially because I was in choir in middle school and high school. Um, it's just, it felt like the most visceral um, medium out of all the different ones in entertainment. Um, yeah, and I think for me, growing up in LA, growing up in a heavy immigrant community, um, music and artists, um reshape narratives and push culture forward and to me that is the most compelling part about music and what got you interested in more the um a and r side i know you started out there right in school and um at mm -hmm. washu yeah so i was at washu i was getting a humanities degree in american culture studies and i was actually going to go into education um and then senior year, I just kind of felt like if I don't pursue this lifelong dream to go into music, I'll regret it. So that's why I pivoted. And, you know, the pandemic was happening. So it was the perfect time for me to get a master's degree. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I chose something at my school that felt uh, most interesting to me out of all the master's programs did that of course, I was like genuinely interested in supply chain. Um, so, you know, while I was in my master's program at St. Louis, um, I was getting involved in the music scene over there. I was helping to co-manage a couple of artists there. Wow. Um, just learning as much as I could about um, music. Um, and yeah, I, I'm really appreciative to the people in St. Louis and the music community there and just creative community because they really welcomed me and it was just super exciting. Learning more about your experience at WashU and the A&R side of things and then you doing your master's, it's really an eclectic background. Um, so what have been the highlights of your ex leadership experiences at WashU mm. and um, how they kind of uh, molded yourself today? Mm. Um, at WashU, I think this is more personal, but, you know, the pandemic made an impact on everybody in different ways. And I think for me, I really had the chance to zero in on what I wanted to do and how I wanted my life to look like. So, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking, you know, the, especially those first two weeks, just thinking about who I am and what I want my life to look like. And um, I think 
that really helped me during the pandemic to really focus in on what I want to do and um, to like have good habits that will help support me in my endeavors. Um, and, you know, to, to make sure that I'm making genuine connections and like really surrounding myself with people that I'm excited mm-hmm. to grow with because this industry, like if you come into it thinking you want money or you want fame, you could find it, you could be successful. Um, but for me, you know, it's how I feel at the end of it. That's most yeah. important. To me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think St. Louis was a great start, a great foundation for that. Um, and yeah, that led me, you know, to work at Rostrum, um, where I was there for a year. Um, I was Benji Grimberg's assistant. Um, when I first entered, he was the president of Rostrum and, you know, obviously the founder. Um, and in my time there, Rostrum restructured a lot and um, he stepped up to the CEO position and brought in a new president. So I ended up getting a title change and I was the assistant to the CEO or executive assistant to the CEO. And um, yeah, uh, I got into A&R because, you know, I've always been somebody that's excited about new talent and I have the ear for it. And um, yeah, you know, with my proximity to the president slash CEO, I was able to show artists to him. And that's how um, I discovered an artist that eventually got signed at Rostrum. Mm. Oh, wow. Very cool. Um, And what was it like? uh, Because like, I feel like from an executive level, you're able to learn like the ropes of an executive and the functions of a company, especially working under a CEO, because that's pretty rare opportunity. It's uh, probably very high stress, but it's also Mm -hmm. very rewarding at the same time. So what would Mm -hmm. you say like are some of those monumental highlights um, working under a CEO? Mm. Definitely the signing. Um, I would also say watching him step up to the CEO position. Um, Because as you can imagine, you know, he had acts like Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller and you know, had a 20-year legacy of Rostrum Records. Um, there, there's so many career accomplishments and, and milestones that he had achieved in his um, professional lifetime. Mm-hmm. And to watch him, um, you know, be very self-reflective and, and think about what he wants for himself in his career, like that was really cool to see, knowing that, you know, in 20 years, wherever I may be, like, I'm still going to be making decisions like that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I'm sure it was a big decision for him to, you know, relinquish some of that control over his label and bring somebody else in. But it's also really exciting because, you know, he gets to do things that he's really interested in. So um, I thought that was really cool. Um, And like, just seeing how he works, he, he's an incredibly hard worker. you know, has endless amounts of energy and, um, you know, gives it his best every day. So, um, yeah, uh, that it was just great to work under somebody like that. And 
what are your goals now after that great experience? Um, do you want to stay within that realm or move to a different sector of the music industry? I'm kind of curious to hear uh, your takeaways after that and how they've sunk in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely, this may sound, um, this is this is my genuine feeling about it, but, um, you know, when I entered Rashram, it, it was my first industry job. So mm-hmm. it was prior to that, you know, I had a tangential understanding of the industry. So to be in this position now, having worked at a label for a year and having accomplished things that um, I've always dreamed of, um, you know, I still want to work on the label side. I think it's the most exciting. Um, but um you know, I'd also be interested in other areas of music as long as it's in A&R and there's a creative element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, doing creative and business at the same time is like the funnest because I get to use both sides of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think what's most important to me is, you know, working around people that inspire me that push me and um are excited and like grateful to work in the industry every day because we're in music like it's music it's not we're not doctors we're not lawyers you know Mm -hmm. sorry that part was kind of not eloquent but yeah no and it it encompasses a lot about uh where you want to head Um, And it's important to keep those goals in the back of our mind, like those professional goals and personal goals, um, because Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're checking the boxes off and seeing what you like and you're checking the boxes off to see what you don't like. And that's part of like figuring it out in these like early career stages. Definitely. I agree. Yeah, I think. Or I think, um, you know, there's so much that I learned from my experience of mm-hmm. what I like and what I don't like. And moving forward, I can find whatever position, company, artist that fits me. Yeah. Every step is like, I get closer to mm-hmm. what I really want. Yeah. Yeah. One of the topics you mentioned in uh, your bio was the importance of genuine relationships in the industry. Like know your timing, know yourself, know how to build a rapport. Walk us mm-hmm. through like, um, like what are your tips and tricks revolving around that? Um, I think it comes from a place of just understanding the industry. And I'm sure this exists in any industries, not just music, but you know, there's going to be people who may try to bully you or may try to um, make discredit you, something like that. And in those moments, it's important to know why you're there and what you're doing it for, because, you know, the the tougher decision of the two is to stay. So, um, that's why I think it's so important because there's so many people that want to do this. Um, so you, you know, you really have to um, stay strong in um, mm-hmm. what you want to do. Um, tips and tricks. Um, 
I don't, I think, you know, it's important to kind of write down the things that are most important to you, what you want to spend time doing, and make sure every week you're being intentional about scheduling those things into your calendar and making time to spend with people that you genuinely feel comfortable with and like you, your, your cup is refilled from spending time with them. Um, of course, it's important to like meet new people and network and, you know, dedicate time to your craft. But um, if you're not happy as a person and like growing as a person, then, um, mm. you know, what, what, I mean, you could, you can, you can yeah. be successful, but sure, you know, it's, it's your choice how yeah. you want that to go down. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Timing is everything. Building a good rapport with uh, mm. somebody yeah. and then keeping that positive mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think um, also understanding that you can't rush relationships and yeah. those things just take time. And also people uh -huh. evolve. Like you can meet somebody one time and okay the vibes were a little off but then the next time you meet them the two of you are in two completely different places in your life and yeah that works so yeah you know, they say it's like almost like dating but in a business format <laughs> yes definitely definitely um, yeah and then yeah. yeah so like as um you like build a rapport with somebody yeah it takes a while and those um relationships evolve and one person who was on my podcast uh he said something that really resonated with me mm -hmm. uh he said that if you ask for a job like the first time you meet somebody you'll get bad advice and then um but if you ask for advice on the first time you meet them you might get a good job down the road mm. hmm. yeah I think it comes down to yeah, because the, the, the first part of that is more of a transactional kind of interaction mm -hmm. versus the second one, like when you ask somebody for advice, in asking them for advice, you have to know where they're coming from, what their experience is. And, yeah. and that's like the best way to ask a question like that. So I can definitely see his point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I guess as we wrap up our episode, um, mm -hmm. do you have any personal goals for yourself that you like to accomplish within the music industry or not the music industry or just in general? Um, I'd love to be a part of, you know, exciting creative projects. Um, that's what's most exciting to me, getting to work with artists whose identity um, is fresh and new and adds more to the culture and people's like consciousness and awareness of what's possible. Um, so um, being a part of projects like that, um, just excited for Asian Americans in general in the industry doing big things. Um, and I'm super excited for my generation of emerging, mu emerging music execs. Uh, I think, mm -hmm we're going to bring a new perspective to the industry because we're very much of the generation that is communicative and 
um, really, bu- really believes in like everybody can have the seat, can have a seat at the table. Um, and that shift in culture in, in, in the entertainment and music industry um, is coming. It may take like another 20 years, but like we're getting into those positions. And um, yeah, that's I'm very excited for my generation our generation. Yeah. That's really cool that there's that like niche community that helps one another that you get to learn from too. Um, it's good to have those groups because, um, um, that's where you get to learn to meet people. You build a uh, rapport with people, but you also build friendships and personal relationships and professional relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All kinds of, I think, you know, just having a community of people that have a, a, a shared passion, music, um, going to the same events, seeing the same people, getting to talk about um, things that you that you all share as a passion, like that's really exciting, and um, you just get to build community with people. As we wrap up our episode, do you have any like parting words or tips or tricks, uh, like revolving around the music industry, just based upon your experiences? Anything that you'd like to share? Um, anything that's coming up that's exciting for you, et cetera? Uh, I feel like my um, episode has a running theme, but I would say <laughs> just just love yourself and like mm-hmm. um, stay steadfast in what you believe in. And there will be people that come along that you align with. And um, yeah, just I, th- I think headstrong you- yeah yes be headstrong yeah cool awesome yeah that's a really good tip because like we just like gotta sometimes like the job is like we think uh the job that we have is great but at some points there it is a roller coaster like you said and uh mm-hmm. some days might not be great but then like at the end of the day and as it evolves and as the days go by it becomes more rewarding mm-hmm yeah and just normalizing the ups and downs of work Mm -hmm. and your professional career you know um those things happen and like there's always something else out there for you so you know not being tied down to one thing um is also important and you know moving to a different place or exploring other options um is a very exciting part of this journey also. Cool. And then to wrap this up, I know this was in your bio. I'm just kind of curious. What was Mm -hmm. it like to have Billie Eilish in your choir in middle school and high school? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was an alto and she was a soprano. Okay. Uh, And our choir was maybe like 80 people deep. So, um, I could see her from across the room because mm. you know we're on opposite sides of the room um and she's she had like the platinum hair even back then <laughs> still the same personality <laughs> yeah or actually I didn't um know her because she was a couple years younger than me but you know it's just a trip because I remember when Ocean Eyes was blowing up because it was on 13 Reasons Why and Everyone was like, oh, my God, that's Billy. Like, we know her. Um, and her brother <laughs> was also in the Young Men's Ensemble in our choir. So wow. it's just, I think 
that's like a classic LA story where <laughs> random people you never you know, know yep are in your vicinity around you yeah you never know it's a really cool story yeah you never know with people like your colleagues or co-workers could be like the I guess from the business standpoint could be the CEO of a big record label one day or like the artist that uh, you inquire with uh, could right. end up being headlining uh, Coachella so you never know <laughs> 100% one of the biggest pop stars out there <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Erica, for being on the Media Industry Guru podcast. Wishing you great success uh, professionally with your endeavors in the A&R world and looking forward to seeing you help uplift more artists from the ground up. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will here. Email at mediaindustryguru.podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know I'm I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly 6pm Pacific, 9pm Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll.